Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. I am Rob, and with me today is... Lef! And... And Seiji. Lef is back! You joined... I didn't, you, I didn't, you weren't here last week. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you joined us at the best time possible uh, in our reality, our time frame. Nintendo Direct just aired. Yes. Old news for everyone at this point, but... Uh, Not we, all of it, though. Well, it wasn't all old news. No, no, I mean old news by the time. Oh, right, right. right. But we still have reactions and opinions on things. Seiji, you love Nintendo. I mean, we all love Nintendo. <laughs> do but do you, you love only, Nintendo, though? You like, only have Nintendo. Well, I love Nintendo the most, and probably I hate it the most, too. <laughs> That's normal, right? I don't think so. I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> I think that makes perfect sense. I love Sony. I don't hate it. I'm so jaded. You are jaded. You should have heard... Seiji's like sighing, scoffing, looking at his watch. Constant looking at his watch. And tapping it. There's only five minutes left, guys. Making comments <laughs> towards my cat. Like, oh, even Mog's not interested. It wasn't. He wasn't interested. That's true. There were some cool announcements. There yes. were a few. Like one or two. There's at least two. So I, I shouldn't say announcements for the first one I'm thinking, but the, the Mario, uh, Paper Mario Color Splash. I wouldn't call it an announcement so much as a brief mention. There's no fanfare. What's up with that? Yeah, that was the biggest announcement. Was, yeah. was, was this but the first time we've ever seen this in Mario Paper Mario? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there, it, there, there were rumors. It was so underwhelming. But how it just like happened in yeah. between... Didn't clips. even build it up. Didn't barely mention. It's like, oh, and Paper Mario's coming out. It looks, it looks interesting. It does. But I saw stickers. Did you play this paper it, sticker stars? I played like two hours of it. Okay. And it's not bad. It's just not Paper Mario. You want paper, not sticker Mario. Well, if you don't have the part, the, the the party system. Yeah, yeah, that's the, like, that. That is the quintessential Paper Mario experience, in my opinion. That's a good point. Because yeah. you know that was my favorite part about. I only played the N sixty four. I never played Thousand Year Door, but I hear it's really, it's really good. good. Um, but the original one, just you know, you getting your your teammate and playing through them and learning different abilities that they have, that was one of the most rewarding experiences that that game has. And it it looked like you're just playing by yourself. There was no ally to have in battle. It looked like you were just Mario. That seems to be like they've. They've come to this kind of hybrid where you're kind of playing like the Mario side-scrolling 3D kind of game, and then also some light RPG elements with this kind of. I heard the story's weak in uh, Sticker Star Saga, so I can't really comment on that one. Is that what it's called, Sticker Star Saga? I think is it no Super Mario? What was it? Paper Mario uh, Sticker Star? I think yeah, it was just a it. Sticker Star. Yes. See, uh, Megan and I once saw. It that game in the store and had a sticker over it or so we I always remember what it said without the whole <laughs> phrase which was paper must sticker. <laughs> so so we, we were joking about paper must sticker for a long time. So to me in my mind it's paper must sticker. That's fair. Yeah so that's why I couldn't remember the actual title. <laughs> I got it for like seven bucks. I yeah from Target remember, remember Target? Yeah I do remember Target. Oh remember man Target. they can't... Canada doesn't have Target anymore. They have a lot of really good sales. It was a great time to, to monopolize on someone else's sadness. Like, <laughs> all these games that were super, super cheap. cheap. They had great sales on games, too. I got a lot of games for, like, less than 10 bucks. Mm. I was very happy about that. No but, other store, like, does those really good sales. No, I missed I missed Target. Maybe that's why they went out of business in Canada. <laughs> Most likely. I don't know. It's a sad, a sad state of affairs. Mm. Uh, what else is cool? Uh, well, okay, what not so much cool, but what else? Oh, wait. So they changed the name of Shimagami Tensei Cross yeah. Fireman to I forget Tokyo F-E. Mirage Tokyo Mirage something F-E. Sharp F E yeah, yeah it was something, something like that, like that. It looks Tokyo cool. Mirage I'm actually interested sessions. in it Mirage Sessions that might be it 
Yeah, our sessions. I think so. I don't know. It was weird like that. It was it was weird, but I'm actually hip, half interested now. I was half interested. Now I'm like seventy percent interested. I I wasn't at all because this was like the pervy game, right? Yeah, well, yeah. That was so. yeah. No. <laughs> so okay that. I was a little skeptical on it, but it actually looks like a decent little RPG. Yeah. But I just makes good. RPGs. I just don't know about the whole band pop thing. It's not really not my style. People like uh, that stuff over there. I, I, I know over there they do. <laughs> But here, I just don't know if that's going to be something I'm going to be interested in. I don't know. I'll definitely buy it. And Seiji has to buy it since he's collecting for the Wii U. Maybe you could, maybe that could be an RPG we all play together for once. What was it? What did you think it was called? Mirage Session? Yeah, I think that's what it was called. There was uh, the underwhelming Metroid Prime Federation. Oh, man. My news from that was that it's not just a, a blast ball. Tokyo game. Mirage Session FE. Yeah. There we go. Sharp. F-E. Sharp FE, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best yeah. game, the best game of, of the direct. Oh, Kirby, Kirby, Ro- Pocket Robo Bobot. I, 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 I disagree. It was Pocket Card Jockey. <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, Pocket sorry, Card I forgot Jockey. about that. You were horse, so excited, Rob. Horse game, yeah. like Game Freak. I love Game Freak. Yeah. Game Freak, yeah, yeah. They, they did Pokemon. You can yeah. some, some, some of the horses look like uh, Pokemon. One of the, yeah, one of them had like fire. Main, you, you can breed them. You can Rapidash. And play Solitaire. Do you, do you really think that's better than Kirby? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby? Pla- what is it? Planet Robo? No, but Bot? with Kirby, I was super disappointed. What? I wanted that game, that exact same game on the Wii U. No, well, you know what? You One half of, one third of Bonus Bro have been disappointed, but I, Kirby, okay. uh, Triple Deluxe on 3DS was awesome. But Triple Deluxe is, is kind of like that game, right? It's a, it's a 2D platformer yeah. action game. Yeah. But the Kirby we got on the Wii U you was the not weird a ones. real like Kirby. Like the yarn Kirby last last gen. And now you get clay Kirby this time. You guys keep your weirdo ones. I say you yeah. guys. I have all them. <laughs> you guys. I even have, the, I have that too. Guys. But still, I like... Uh, look, Kirby's one of those games that I, I'm, I'm cool with either platform, but it originated on handheld. And I don't mind if its main flagship series continues on handheld. Well, they, they... Look great too. What, what was the last one? Rainbow Curse was a Wii U game, right? Yeah. So, so it's know. actually it's time for 3DS to yeah. have its turn. Rainbow Curse. Yeah. But it was like gimmicky Kirby. Yeah. It looks like pure Kirby. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why this one looks good. I'm really excited. That's why I want to get the robot it. and it yeah. powers up. It reminds me of the pets from the second uh, Kirby. Well, one thing I liked about it is that it gives you, you know, you have absorbed powers and you can absorb powers as the mech. So it kind of gives you two different ways to explore the different this powers. This is just right? like Kirby's friends. In the second Kirby, that's what they did. They added it so that when you, not only did you get the animal to ride, it got the power up. Yeah. When you there got we go. it. Yeah. So that's really So cool. it kind of reminds me of that, which is great because I love that one. Yeah. And you can, uh, you know, use your amiibos. To uh, get some and new amiibos, new Kirby amiibos. Right, the Kirby line of amiibos. How do you feel about amiibos, that? Kirby, Meta Knight, Diddy, and Waddle yeah. How do you feel? Blue weight. Uh, um, more amiibos. No, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad because uh, I don't know. You gonna buy them? I don't know. Uh, ask, ask me later. Do you think they'll be like <laughs> Super Mario World, not too hard to get, or do you think they'll be stupid and like, oh, I can't get any of these because they're rare? Again, I don't think that they they are going to be rare. Maybe one of them. It's going well, to be right. But but you see now in last week or during the weekend or something, uh there were some pre orders open. Oh I got like, boy. You got it? I did. So that's how uninterested an I am in, I didn't in know. amiibos. Amy Boss told me and I'm like, Okay, I guess I'll try and I got you it. You didn't pre order Roy? I I couldn't. Yeah. No, oh, I no. was I was I was not in my house and I was at when work, I saw so. the the Oh, was it in the uh, Yeah, it was like the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, uh, was it the Friday maybe? 
No, it was this week. It was like Monday or Tuesday. I didn't even think. Of, I assumed you had it. I didn't think about it. Mm. And I, and my boss messaged me. He's like, "It's available on Best Buy." Shrug. Okay. And then I, I bought, I pre-ordered it. I got everything except for. I don't even know what else is coming out so. in that one. Oh, it's a uh, Ryu, which I didn't get. Super fan, Animal, Anim- Rob. And Animal Crossing. Yeah, I didn't, so I, I'll just grab them if I see them. I don't really care. Yeah, standalone Digby, um, I don't know. The, 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 the Raccoon's Boys. I only pre-ordered Timmy Roy or something. because it's Fire Emblem, and I know that it's just going to disappear, and no one will ever have it. I know, man, there. I know. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I'm like I don't care, and people take me angry. So I was like, I saw Ryu, I was like, I could pre-order her Best Buy paper shipping, but I don't even want to. I'll just get it if I see it. But I was like, Roy... Well, I will have one opportunity, and that's right now, so I guess I'll take it. I begrudgingly pre-order yeah. you. The yeah. Star Fox game is right. looking, looking better. Yeah. yeah looks like a good uh, game. They were game. they were kind of showcasing and bragging about stuff we already expected to be in the game. Exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Branching paths. Well, if you didn't have that, we would be extremely disappointed in this game. How excited are you? To play as the guy flying the plane, and then you know your wife could. <laughs> well, shoot. it's reminiscent of Mario Kart Double, Double Dash. Dash. Yeah, they had a, a, a game mode exactly like that. I feel like the person I actually played that game mode gets a lot. To shaft. Mm-hmm. Well, like we, I played with my friend, and he would drive, and I would shoot. It was fun, <laughs> and, and you can you could punch people. Yeah, you could punch people, and you could help with the drifting as well. I want to say like Road Rage or Road Rash, whatever it's called, where you're like driving on a motorcycle and you're hitting with the chain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else of a, a Bravely Default or Bravely Second? Bravely Second. I don't care. Awesome. Our book. So many RPGs. Want it. So many. Yeah, there was yeah that's of, good. Yeah. What else was there? Well, Paper Mario. Wow. We'll see. Sort of. Oh, there, there was a Dragon Quest game. And, yeah. Oh, Dragon Quest 7. I don't. That's the only Dragon Quest game I don't own. Excited about that. Oh, Bravely, okay. who cares? <laughs> End Layer. Fire Emblem. Which I do care Just, about. But there was just. Uh, DLC. Really with spoilers. DLC. What? The Revelation thing. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. I have that already. Yeah, it was in Pokemon Sun and Moon. We did we ever talk about that? We, no, we didn't. We, we speculated. We, yeah. So there's in two directs this week. I've, Pokemon Direct. It's like he did the directly to you thing. Do you remember that? Yes. I don't. Who was it? Was it the right current president? I don't even know who he was. Was it the Satoshi Tajiri? The, the, the founder. I mean, the creator of Pokemon. I don't know. Oh, you're right. He did directly to Sun and Moon. Uh, they didn't even give us a trailer. Got some content art. Looks cool. It's Pokemon. You know, it's out this year though. Yeah. Worldwide the, release. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Excited about that. Oh, release it for Star Fox Zero. Oh, April 22nd? Mm, something yeah, like that. Something like that. Eh. Well, I, mean, I, I say eh, but I'll get it. Hyrule Legends, art book. Only in America GameStop. Mm. So I was disappointed. It was and a bad were, direct. And there was that extra Star Fox game, Project Guard or whatever it was. Yeah. That you did. Oh, yeah. Project Guard, yeah, yeah, that was... And then the Project, yeah, which was Project And it's, it's a game by... By its own, right? Yeah, but you can you get it with Star Fox, it said. Mm-hmm. They bundled them. Do you feel that we're being entitled bitches right now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but but it's just that Project Guard was announced at E3 2014, right? I know, but we're... It's a, it's a direct, and we're upset that, what, they didn't announce enough new stuff? Well... So, what, what, what day is today? March 4th or something? March 3rd. 3rd, right? And they waited until this point to reveal the, the release date for Star Fox. After it was delayed. Right. I don't know. It's, it's just so underwhelming. Everything is so underwhelming. No mention of Zelda. Yeah. Well, so so that, that sort of confirms it. already that that Zelda is, co- is going to be a, a TP situation. Oh, oh they, talked about, sure. they talked about TP. Of course. Which, Which is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. tomorrow. Well, for us. Well, it's yeah. out now. More yeah. Amiibos. Uh, <laughs> Did you get your, your Mega Man Legacy? Yes. That was last Friday, right? Yes. You got it too, right? Mm-hmm. 
Gold Gold uh, Meeples are underwhelming, but I like Mega Man, so the game was cool. I played uh-huh. a little bit of it last night. Yeah. Which Mega Man? I played Mega Man too. Yeah, of course. You right? can save, which is nice. Yeah, so awesome. I don't have to deal with passwords. One of the best soundtracks, according to Bonus Barrel. <laughs> you, you. Although I agree, it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, it really is. Uh, a friend of the show who listened to the episode was really happy for my choices. He was listening. He must have been listening to because he's like typing to me like this one, this one. He's like, ah, oh, good list. He didn't really comment on yours too much. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 oh yeah, but I want to finish, finish about the. Uh, so I feel like okay. So I agree, it was underwhelming, but. What do we expect? Like, what we're getting more than most companies give. They're giving us Nintendo Direct. They're throwing us a couple trailers and some non-announcements. But it's you know, they got us a few announcements, and then we got a new Kirby announcement and a Paper Mario. Uh, <laughs> well, <mentioned>. well <laughs> for starters, it's very weak. It was it's weak, very but weak. It's it, like extras. It's so apparent that the the both of these consoles are are just like getting like the the. The end stick yes. of the oh. development teams. Monster Hunter. Oh, I know. I know yeah. you guys aren't very excited. But was excited. I, I think it looks cool because I've seen a lot of previews for Monster Hunter Cross and just being known as Generations here. Mm. But then they just said summer. I think so. We'll have to wait. To see. There's a new free amiibo game where it's March of the Minis yeah, except amiibos. Right, right. You know, mm, that's, that's, that's true. cool. More uses for amiibos. Is nice. Yeah, it's so, nice. it was a free game. Right? Yeah, exactly. So. What was uh, the best thing Kirby. about this? Definitely. For me, yeah, I you know yeah. I want to say Monster Hunter, but I think Kirby looks so more refreshing. I love Kirby than, games. than Monster Hunter. Than Biggest just... fail. Uh, I have to say the way Paper Mario was presented was a big fail. Yeah, I'm kind of like I, I'm excited the for the game, but the it horse was game. But I don't I don't care about it, so I, I don't know if it's a fail. I don't know. I, I Disney seen... Art Academy. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I kept some scoffing by the time I went to get some paper or pencil, just draw. I don't know. I don't like those games. I think they're pointless. Disney Art Academy. I don't know. The Metroid Prime oh, yeah. game looked. They're talking it up. Dude. They really, really were, and they're just like trying to. And what did you say that they're really trying to like justify yeah. to you that like, it's, hey guys, it's a Metroid game? They even said it, like this is a Metroid yeah. game, and the Metroid universe are like, and like we even referenced Samus in it, so you like, know it's Metroid. Yeah, it's like they have to because people look at that and like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. It's a Metroid game, guys. I pro- Metroid Prime next in the series. I promise. When like, I saw Punch the- pop up, I thought. Punch out was it again? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but best uh, Bill Trinan moment. Any moment? There was, was he, he there was a best moment? when he said, "Oh, I scoffed at one." <laughs> Zelda is about to declare war, or something like that. <laughs> something along World those Warriors is about to declare war. I think I, I know. I remember I rolled my eyes at one point. Like, uh, you just said, <laughs> there were so many. Yeah. yeah. So what would you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, damaging let's, let's do our old damage system uh, oh, wait, on the, for the direct yeah so the direct has three hearts we have the ability to damage up to one heart mm-hmm. full of uh, you know t- so whatever is left out of the three is how much we recommend it I guess that's how we did for games I'll start full damage so save use full damage so I'll, underwhelming I'll give the quarter or I'll give a half damage uh, three quarters damage what's the total uh, one and three quarters. One and three quarters. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's, that's a direct worth watching. But Kirby's Kirby's today, man. Kirby did well. And um, fire, I like seeing the Fire Emblem stuff. Summer, but like it's kind of like whatever. It's, it was it just is. talking about DLC, which I really didn't care about. You okay. kind of know about it. I'm gonna give it one less quarter of damage than it was before because the Sage's reaction is the entire time <laughs> made watching Nintendo Direct up made it funny. Yeah. I want to watch every Nintendo Direct with you, Sage, because you're seeing your heart melt and you're. you're, you're it's just that there's there's nothing exciting 
There's nothing exciting. There's new about, Amiibos. About the stuff that, that is being released. Kirby Amiibos. Like, where are the, 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 the stars of Nintendo? The Kirby stars? The big, the big, big stars. The, the, the developer. We have, star a, we have a Metroid game. We have yeah. uh, Zelda game. Uh, yeah, we have a Zelda, Zelda Dynasty Warriors. We oh, have uh, All of those Kirby. games are being done either, either by third or second parties <laughs> or like... I'm sure Kirby's first third parties. Third tier or... developing teams in Nintendo. Oh, cool. How Laboratory is not third tier. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Was that... I'm, just, I think, I'm I assuming, know. yeah. I don't but know, but the, that's the second party, right? Kind of. Yeah. The, the Mario Maker updates looked cool. Oh, yeah. Mario Maker updates are good. Splatoon updates. updates. Yeah, but the Splatoon right. updates were just like tweaks and balancing, which is nothing to be expected. The Mario updates are actually great for the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, so the key were, in the door and the key in the The key in the giant thwomp spike thing. Yeah, that's, that's so. cool, too. Yeah, right? yeah, but I just can't, can't get myself to play uh, Mario Maker again. I don't know. I don't play it either, but I like I what it is. It. Yeah, six yeah. million plus six point uh, two million. That's pretty. That's a lot of uh, levels. Six point two millions and six million out of those are auto, auto play <laughs> levels <laughs> and music levels. <laughs> so, and from the and the rest of them, the rest of them oh, is like there's a hundred good levels. <laughs> I'm willing to bet at least half are auto auto yeah. levels and, and music levels. Well, that's the problem, right? Well, now they they have a tool to filter those, right? The music levels are impressive, actually. Yeah, but they like, are. From a technical they are. Stamp, from but, like a artistic standpoint, but, but when boring. you're when you're doing like the the challenges with the hundred yeah. Mario challenges, and you get three auto levels in a row, that's very well, that's three out of uh, hundred down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to move on from Nintendo Direct now? Yes, please. Uh, Luff didn't get a chance to talk about Fire Emblem yeah. Fates because he wasn't there, so we're both playing it. We're both playing it. Um, Spoilers. Yeah, we might be a little few. Um, Spoilers. And we're playing. <laughs> we're playing different versions. You're playing yeah, Birth Rates. Right. I beat it. Actually, yeah, you finished. Night. Finished. Uh, it. I'm playing Conquest, which is the more difficult of the two. Yes, games. and I don't mind admitting that I'm glad I didn't play the. Do you think there are two games? Yes. Okay. Just two completely or different three. stories. It's, three, yeah. Yeah, technically three, but I don't know if I would say three, though. I, I guess I haven't seen Revelations, but just from what I look at it is that you have, like, a list of characters, and based on what decision you make, they're either the antagonist or the protagonist, kind of, of the story, like the the family that you were. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, right. So you, you, you're you dealing with the your former allies if you do a second playthrough of the game um, as enemies, which is, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, Conquest has been very frustrated. I've explained to Rob that it's a challenging mode because you don't have any of the random battles that you would in an RPG that you would use to level up your characters. Or and keep in mind, you get conversations. a lot of characters. Yes. And you can only take maybe a fourth of them in a battle at a time. Yeah. So. so I'm relegated to using a few characters over and over and over again to keep them strong enough so that, that I can continue on through the story. And a problem with that is this game is largely focused on uh, building relationships and uh, advancing your character's job class because they hit a level cap. So he can't level and he can't get money to get the master seals. So And he can't easily... Like, you there are ways to... To build up your relationships, but you have to do like PvP the stuff. Online and battles. It's quite frustrating. Which you don't earn money or experience from doing those, unfortunately. I, wish, I like. I really like this game, though. It's a really oh, good game. Um, I love the fort. I love the crafting that you can do. It's not necessary to do like just you know make accessories for yeah, your guys. Nice. It's fun. Like I don't don't get me wrong. Like I don't I don't do it to a whole lot. I got of it. really annoyed. No, no. I wish I, I could sell them for I got, money. Yeah, <laughs> I got bored with the repetition of having to check them every time. 
I got a little bored of that. It was just some. It was a fun intermediary thing to do. I find, especially if you're playing conquest, you really, you know, yeah. it's something you don't want to just keep plowing through the battles because eventually you'll hit this point where you can't really progress so much. So you kind of need to use it as an intermediary point, which is really good for conquest mode. Yeah. But for birthright, it's not as necessary. Did you have to blow in your waifu? Because yes, I, I did. I but I don't know how. It, every time I do it, you blow a mic. I try. Every time it says I wasn't blowing hard enough. Yeah, so like she comes in, she's like, oh, I just had a hot bath. And it's like, blow blow on the mic to, to dry her off. Oh, and sometimes we're sleeping. Yeah, you wake that slug of bed up. <laughs> yeah, I rolled my eyes bed. at that. Uh, who did you marry in your game? Oh, obviously. I, I married my my steps. Not my steps. Yeah, step step sister. Adopted, sister. adopted sister is who I married. You married a adopted sister. Because I thought it would be funny. I married a borrow. She's she's a nice lady, nice lady. Her parents died uh, in a caravan by goblins or Norwegians or something. There's, there's no goblins in Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, there's no goblins. So let's talk about one more thing about Fire Emblem. Maybe uh, so we can yes. see these third opinion is. So Fire Emblem Awakening was an awesome game that really kind of saved the series. They said it was going to be their last one. If it didn't do well, they brought it over here. It's a great game. And one of the big features that people liked on it was you get to marry characters and get your children of them. And they would come full adults. And they, it worked in the story because in, in the story of Awakening, basically, uh, their future's fucked up and a bunch of the kids, including the main character, one of the main character's daughter, coming back from the future to help their parents. Yeah, so, so there's a lot of time travel. Yeah, in there, there are paradoxes and stuff. Yeah. But in the end, every time the, the, you would pair them together, they get married, then their kid come, becomes existing in that timeline and they, they come back in time. So it makes sense as far as it, the internal logic works. And that's fine. And people like that because it's cool because you can mix and match and the kid would get the hair color from one parent and you have support conversations. So that, that stuff is all great. Now, they brought it back in this one. Which I was wondering if they were going to because... They have to. It, it people made, love it. it I, I loved it too. Yeah. But it made so much sense in the context of the game because like you said, it's the, full of time travel anyway. So it works. It works. So so this game does not have time travel. No. And so... So, of course, it's coming back, and everybody wants it. It's 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 a mainstay of the series. It's not going away. No, absolutely. Unfortunately, they only had one way for it to work, <laughs> and they've exhausted it. So, in this yeah, game, really. it's so stupid, it, and it introduces some ethical uh, questions yes. that I really wanted to yeah. talk about. So, they justified as you have the kid, so I guess some somewhere in the campaign that you're yeah. playing. As soon as you get married, it's... It's just conceived yeah. automatically. Yeah. Somehow, in that's what... So, step one right here is, somehow the baby is born... While the game's going on, but the game only lasts like a couple it, it, weeks. And it doesn't stop. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so you have the baby somehow, it, and they put it in what's called a deep realm. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> it's, it's not explained. It's a pocket dimension. Yes. That your kid and people live there too because there's towns and shit. So somehow this pocket dimension exists, this whole other universe called the deep realm, and your kid is raised there. And at some point, and time moves faster yeah, in the deep. Exactly. Room. So your 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 parents, must, <laughs> your parents off screen, the parents of the of the kid visit every once in a while. I guess. Yeah, they, they but, kind but of... huge gaps in time. I guess. So the kids, some of the kids are even older than their parents by the time you recruit them. And I'm like, I haven't had that. Well, I I don't know if it's on your side. Yeah, my side is a kid that's really young. One of the guys is really young. Oh, okay, okay. And like you know, like eighteen or whatever. I hope. And, uh, <laughs> At least. Yeah. So it's so weird. So basically, if I get this straight yeah. here, you, let's paint this picture. You fall in love with someone during the war. You, you have a baby within like a day. <laughs> you are like, this is a dangerous world we're living in. We're getting attacked by invaders. We Constant war. We probably should have just waited to have the kid, <laughs> but we couldn't keep it in her but pants. But we're not responsible. Exactly. Else. So we have the baby. 
well, we got to do something with it. We can't just keep it around, right? We can't just leave it at our fort that's safe. Let's put it in a pocket dimension. So, hey, uh, Lilith, uh, you're a dragon who brought us here. Can you make us some pocket dimensions? Dragon's like, sure, I can do that. Why not? Just as a side note, people just randomly come to your, your pocket dimension. Characters just pop up. I'm like, hey, I'm going to join you now. No story, nothing. There's like four really? characters like that on my side. Anyways, doesn't matter. So she makes the pocket dimension. You, you come in with your kid. You must get, you must pay. So who are you paying to take care of these children? So I guess you're, they're, they're, they're going to give up. I just imagine there's like some nanny service. They have to the be. pocket dimension. So, it really has to be. So yeah. either they're created. These artificial lives are created for the pocket dimensions and they don't actually exist. Or if they do, they're, they're basically, this, whoever made this pocket dimension is playing God and creating life. Or they're getting people to sacrifice their life in the real world to live another life quicker. Yeah. Now, to them, it, it's still 20 years. Yeah. But their friends and family in the real world have, have an age. Have an age at all. Right. So or maybe a month So if something. a 20-year-old goes in to raise these kids, they're going to come back out a 40-year-old by the time they're of age. So we have that. Whatever Whatever's going on there. <laughs> then you send your kid with these people or these artificial people, and now they're growing and you're missing, let's say, most of their childhood. You go back. Maybe you spend uh, like two weeks there. You come back, it's a few minutes to pass, sure. So we got a Dragon Ball Z hyperbolic time changing situation <laughs> going on. But you can only reasonably go, I get maybe an hour a day, if that. And so you're popping in and out of this kid's existence, his life. Every day. Which every is, day, maybe. Which is, you know, it doesn't really give you an exact yeah, it know how numbers. So really, it could have only been a few few weeks for their life that they see their parents. Otherwise, they're just living in this towns and stuff in this real world. There's a weird world. And then every once in a while, they, they wander out. So another thing <laughs> that you may not notice is that portals seem to just open and people can wander in and out. So okay. I guess you could be walking in the woods one day and wind up in a pocket of it. So they even make it very and secure. Then, yeah, and then age 20 years. Yeah, you come back out and you're like confused what happened. <laughs> so isn't that kind of messed up and stupid? Like, all right, son, I'm not going to leave you at the safe castle. I'm going to put you in a different dimension where time passes. It's not for gameplay reasons. Okay? <laughs> the internal logic is so broken with that. It's, yeah. It's, and it's so quick. One little one little page, like blah, 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 blah. This is what happens. All right, guys, let's move on. Now you can get your kids anything you want. Don't worry, it's okay. And that, the one thing that's really weird <laughs> is that none, none of them are disturbed by the fact that all of a sudden their kids are as old as they or are. Older. Or oh, older. It gets a little better. Your main character, your avatar, can marry any of the kids. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can marry your sisters, Nikki. Even even the Hoshida ones. You can, can you marry really? Them too. <laughs> See, I at least married my adopted sister, so, so it wasn't so weird. Possible spoilers: I heard they might not be your sisters, but in my campaign that I've okay. beat, never once mentioned. <laughs> so as far as I know, they're my they're sisters. sisters. Yeah, uh, and yeah, and you can date children of your close friends of babies they just had and threw in a pocket dimension. So it's like go putting them in the oven and they come out baked. Like here you go, date my daughter now. <laughs> Or son, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. But not in, not in Birthright or Conquest because there's no gay marriage in those games. You have to get the third game for any same stuff. I think stuff. there might be. Not, I don't, no, because the A plus stuff is just friends. No, but I've seen S for my character in a male. Are you sure? Yes. I did not Because I Because at sorry. first that's what I thought as well. Yeah. But I did see not all of the males, but no, there was a few not. that really? did have an S for mine. I didn't think that they did. Yeah. So I never, obviously I didn't really do it, but it would seem like it was an option. I hope it is. Yeah. Would you have a kid, though? No. They have, uh, like, they get extra bonuses in battle, oh, but they don't get a child, child, which makes sense. Which, yeah, which is kind of too bad, though, because getting the children there is a big part more of fun. fun part. Yeah, you would lose out on getting your own kid. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of sad. So, Seiji, you've heard the story. Yes. How do you feel about it? I'm okay. You? I don't... I like that. 
I mean, it's convenient, right? Because yeah, then very you get... convenient. Oh my god, you are so obsessed with just gameplay that you're willing to ignore this huge plot. It, happen, it happens in Dragon Ball too. No, but, it's but, not. But the in, same. The, in the opposite way. But it could create that same situation. I get, but uh, you actually, have, yeah, it, it is the same situation, right? So you it's you a have a, you have a baby, yeah, and you throw it in the hyperbolic time chamber, yeah, for, and then you for come like four days, five days, no, twenty days, a month, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, in Dragon Ball, suppose or here we go, a little bit of Dragon Ball. So Dragon Ball, you're supposed to only be able to spend two days total in in that room, mm-hmm. and then the door disappears forever. However, in the new series, Goku and Vegeta go in and train there for three years, and yeah, they come yeah. out with beards, which is actually pretty hilarious. That's really weird. Too. I liked it, but anyways, they broke their own internal logic. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that, but uh, in the game, yeah, okay. It's like that, except it'd be like if Goku made the room of Spirit of Time by out of nowhere and then just left his family. Well, or, yeah, or through Gohan, it through yeah, Gohan and the guy with infant Gohan yeah. in the hyperbolic time chamber, and then just leaves, mm-hmm. and then leaves him to his own devices <laughs> to only return whenever he becomes an adult. It's still stupid. Well, know? Gohan goes goes to train, you know, by itself in the desert. Well, Piccolo. Yeah, he's been super solid for six or a year in total. Technically, Goku was dead. Yeah, Yeah. but time is passing normally for him. Yeah, so it just, it just, we're just the irresponsibility of the characters just leaving the children in the deep realm is why we kind of have a problem with it. I I mean, it's stupid in that the way it works, but I guess it technically can work. I mean, they make it, they make it, and they throw them in, and they're. I guess that works in terms of how it's happened. It's never explained how they make these deep realms. No. They have godlike powers. Just, this yeah. I just found it really funny when I was just like, what? I, I know. Was, I was like, I, I had to read it like three times. Because I'm like, nothing is being explained with this. <laughs> it, the, there's apparently a place called the deep realm. It just, yeah. You throw your kids there. <laughs> yeah. There's a nanny service that works in the deep realm. <laughs> apparently. So that was my problem with Fire Emblem. But Seiji wants... It's okay. <laughs> I like you, Seiji. You make me laugh. Uh, Seems legit. Yeah. It appears to be legitimate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else? Anything else new for games? Game stuff? Uh, Not really. I want to play lots of games. I'm going to play Digimon. I'm going to finish Digimon. Are you going to start Cross Zone now that you finish Fire Emblem? No, not yet. I'm going to play a few short games too. What's the number left? The the number? No. Number. Oh, Oh, I already said 140. All right. I missed it. I missed it. Yeah, she actually listened. It was good because plus thirty-seven, so it was one forty. That's right. So, what do you think about the number? No, about the the, the show. Oh, we, oh, yeah. Are we going to get into the topic? Let's now? just go to the topic and look. All right, up next, game music part. were both really good. Um, I really like Seiji's picks a lot more than, than Rob's, to be honest. Well, obviously, because he's picked Mega Man X as his number one, which would be, probably be my number one. I had a really hard time trying to make what would be number one, number two. Especially because, for me, I really appreciated the Castlevania. You didn't include it on your list, which was unfortunate. Because mm-hmm. that game has amazing music. Yeah. Um, like, all four, one through four, those games have just Absolutely phenomenal music, phenomenal. So I was I was disappointed 
that you didn't put that in your list. Because um, I would include almost all of those four games somewhere on my list. It, I, you could lump them in together or split them up. Either way, they'd be on my list because they have great, great music. Did you make your list? I didn't make a list. Should've. I should have. Yeah. Um, I also... Final Fantasy VI... Is better, better than Not seven. Better than seven. It is. Not even close. Seven is really good. Um, but then again, you could really put any Final Fantasy. Yeah, game. I could have made that whole it's, list. Final exactly. Fantasy. It's really hard not to just be like, well, I've. Because the Black Mages, I listen to a lot, and I love just hearing Final Fantasy music. Eight has a really good soundtrack, even if you don't like the game. Yeah. So does nine, so does ten. So they all really, really do. They all do, yeah. They're like, when, kind of when I was thinking of, you know, what would be the best game soundtracks, I think of games that I literally have. Just listen to, uh, put them on my yeah, iPhone or, or listen to them on YouTube or something like that. And those are the Castlevania games and Final Fantasy games and Ninja Gaiden. I love the Ninja Gaiden soundtrack. I listened to uh, I appreciate well, I was surprised. It. Yeah, I know. And I, don't I was, know. actually. Because that, that game has great music. <laughs> that game has well, great music. if you hear the type of music that the Final Fantasy series have and then you listen to Ninja Gaiden, it's like nothing, right? Yeah, but, you know, I love okay. nothing I like. So, to this episode, I'm going to talk about individual songs, because you said OSTs, so I had the series, I had to be more selective. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of music I want to talk about, and I got composers I want to talk about today. Uh, but I have a few questions real quick to ask you, Les, since you missed it. Um, how does game, how does game music affect your gaming experience? You know, and that's kind of a strange thing, too, is that one thing that I, I started thinking about with music is how I, I really, really prefer the more retro game music. A lot of the newer game music I find to be more ambient kind of music that you don't really take in. It's more or less just kind of like it, it sets the mood. I can think of, of two where exceptions. You are. Okay, Xenoblade. Yes, okay. Uh, and um, Tales of Hysteria. Okay, but would you RPGs most, exactly yeah. right? Those are the only types of games that really have you know a battle theme kind of music for you, yeah. um, as opposed to just more like setting the mood. This is a great time to mention. I don't think I've said this the show before. New Super Mario Bros. has the worst soundtrack. I don't know what happened when they had such great classics OSTs right up to uh, Galaxy. Galaxy, great music. And then the New Super Mario Bros. Oh, my God. It's so gross and boring. I hate it. I don't know. I just There's nothing nothing special that pops up. Mario Kart, great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. But, but once again, it's it's more of like an ambient mood setter of like, you know, it's like a fast-paced kind of game, so it gives you fast-paced music. I don't know, Toad Harbor always sticks out to me. Well, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's got really one, good though. music. Did it include Mario Kart 80 in my list? Uh, uh, yes. I think it did, yeah. Or you at least talked about it. Yeah, yeah it was at least mentioned. Because I, I put It was one of my one. honorable mentions, probably. I think it was like number eight, actually. Mm. Maybe. Or maybe I'm mistaken Mario Kart 8. So, what, were you surprised by Splatoon? No, not really. I know you like Splatoon. I don't think the music's very good, though. What? Okay. Once again, like it's just this more this ambient setting, and I find Splatoon. Yeah. Really? Okay. So like, I don't agree with that. I don't think it's ambient. It's pretty in your face. Like they have two pop idols at the beginning. Yeah, but like when you're actually playing the game, no, I noticed it. Wah, 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 wah. It gets, it gets, <laughs> the only problem is there's not many tracks, so it's a little repetitive, but just, yeah, fit. it loops quickly. What do you think about Chrono Cross? Are you surprised at all? I, I don't know the, the soundtrack of Chrono Cross so well, so I'm not surprised that you included it. Um, Chrono Trigger is great. Chrono Trigger does has really good music, but then... Xeno Gears. So good. Oh, you never played it? I've never played it. FF Tactics? You played Tactics? Oh, God, yes. That music is so good. I'm going to talk about his composer later. So, I don't know. What was the original question again? I kind of got off track there. Gaming Um, experience. Yeah. Um, So, you know, it definitely has an impact on my gaming experience, but I don't don't expect it to be very good in a modern game, is kind of what I'm getting at. I, I expect it to be this kind of this ambient kind of... 
you know, mood-setting music, but not so much, you but, know, level one has this music, level two has this, battle music for this, boss for music for as much as that. I agree, there's a lot of ones there, that are different. There like are, Bayonetta 2, there are ex- awesome music. There are exceptions through. to this rule, Zelda absolutely. Still maintain Zelda music. music. Um, but a lot of it's just kind of ambient, you know, and sound a lot of effects, are. right? So, I guess the games I tend to play don't have that problem quite as much. Look at Project Cross Zone. And Crossbone too, but like those games also take <laughs> music. Tracks, yeah, right? right. Just like just like you cheated with Smash Bros. I did cheat, and I'm proud. Crossbone can I should have Crossbone. You really could have because that game has great music. But in general, it's got Mega Man X music. I, I I understand what you're saying. In general, I think music of modern games is very generic. Yes, it's very movie-ish. Yes, I will yes. say that with an asterisk because there are there, really there definitely ones. are exceptions. So oh, modern movie games. Care Blaster is a modern game. No, definitely. I mean, but it's. In, in general, after retro, sure. In a so-called like triple A, yeah, yeah. You know, realm of games, like yeah, like um, for example, like I do enjoy the Assassin's Creed games. They but have I, good music though, but like it's just ambient kind of music though. I I can't remember I any of it. Well, Megan listens to them all the time. She loves the music, so I know she would disagree with that one. But I don't. Care. So you have to like that kind of music. I like, think in, so. In the past, it was different because it was so limited. It has to. It had to be so focused on the melody. Yeah, right? absolutely. So the melody was like really, really memorable. Now it's music is layered and it's orchestra. So yeah, and, and because it sounds really like music, then it it stops having that quality of 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 video game music. It's like just music. Sure, you know exactly, I mean? exactly. I so that's except that's for, kind of for the exceptions, of course. Yeah, yeah like so, I, I was really taken by Xenoblade's uh, Chronicles X. Music. So I loved it overall. Like I don't expect to see just kind of the the memorable kind of music because it's more of this like he says real music rather than specific video game music I like both alright I want to talk about some songs like or tracks I guess you say I have some I don't know if you guys guess don't have lists but so I pick some ones I like like 10 or 12 so Final Fantasy 6 Decisive Battle uh, I love it one of my yeah. favorite battle themes ever even more than the 7 ones I really like 7 like uh, those who fight further that's good. Which is the, the boss, boss battle. Yeah. But the, once again, man, I think the boss music for six is better. It is better. But like the boss music? For yeah, the that's, that's decisive battle. That's oh, is it? Okay. Boss. That's okay. my favorite okay. battle music. Mario 64, the water theme. I can't remember. It's beautiful. <laughs> really? I was thinking actually Mario 64 music. Um, it's not bad. It's pretty good. That's good music. I think Mario 3 is my favorite. Yeah, Mario that's, music. that's fair. I would agree. Dwayne and Brando's mix of uh, Mario 3, although offensive, is also pretty awesome. Kind of strange. I Donkey, do it a lot. Donkey Kong Country? Yeah. The, the water theme. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I think it's called uh, Aquatic Ambience or something like that. Uh, it's it's really good. Mario 3's water theme. Awesome. Very memorable. Xenogears Emotions. That's the world map music. You guys don't know what it is, so I won't. This is for people who know, I guess. Sonic 3, Angel Sanctuary. That's uh, that's that area. It's in um, it's in Sonic Generations, and it's also in Sonic All-Star Racing Transform. So good. Uh, you mentioned Bay- Bayonetta? I did. The uh, I think it's called Let's Dance Boys or something oh. like that. The, the music from the um, from the end credits or the, the bonus oh, right. dance yeah. section. Do you like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, for Bayonetta, I like the battle with, with Cynthia or something like that. It's, it's, you fight him when you're on the, the lake. And, oh, also, in Bayonetta, there's a remix of Space Harrier. Yeah. And the Space Harrier I was actually going to say... Um, Always good with Space Harrier. Yeah. Uh, Rob, Rob introduced me to Space Harrier last year. And that that has a great just main theme yeah. especially that main theme is 
actually really, really good. It's I don't like the phenomenon. Yeah, it really is. I'm not. I'm not huge into that game. I didn't like their, their game that much. But man, that music. I've listened to oh, just I, the I main theme. To it. It's actually really, really good. Uh, Mega Man One Elect Man is one of my favorite Mega Man tracks or favorite tracks in general. I love. There's a. There's a. I'll mention covers whenever I can think of them. But um, there's one cover of it called I think it's by the Megas and it's called Evolution of Circuitry. It's a vocal version of Electman's theme, like a vocal rock version. I really like it a lot. Uh, so I recommend that. I don't know if it's everyone's cup of tea, but I like it. Mario Galaxy, Stardust Road. Very soft, uh, gentle music. I like it a lot. Actually, Galaxy is great music. Galaxy, the... What is it called? Gusty I'm Garden? Thinking, yeah, Gusty, Gusty Garden. Garden is good, too. That's good. Invinci- Invincible Mario theme. It's always fun. <laughs> um, DuckTales the Moon. I mean, have you heard of that? Yeah, game? yeah. Have you, yeah, you've yeah, heard of DuckTales? Yes. Or the moon? I've, I've played that game many times. Star Fox. Which one? Corneria theme. Yes, first one. I like that, actually. First one for Super Nintendo. That's a good track. We're recommending the music. That's how great we are. Yeah. It's great. Final Fantasy VIII Breezy, which is played during the very first town you visit. Very gentle music. Again, I guess, I don't know. I like fast-paced, happy music, and I also like... Soft, like relaxing music, like Fisherman's Horizon from FF8 is also really good. You play eight? I played eight. I don't know the names of the tracks. Oh, I just have that to... unless unless they were on like one of my Black Mages CDs that I have. So the, I don't think I don't know that one. The battle theme is, which is yeah. also really good. Yeah, can't remember what the battle theme is called. Other than eight, uh, Legend of Zelda Overworld theme. I mean, okay, so here's That's what I want. Fair. <laughs> is, I'll do an asterisk with this one. What's your guys, if you could think of it, your favorite game with the your favorite overall track? From whatever game, from Zelda. From Zelda, you know the the, the, the theme song. Yeah, right? like the what what, what variation of it do you like the most? Yeah, like exactly. Man, I even I don't know. Maybe Link to the Past. To the past. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Because yeah. that's the most like. That's where my mind goes. Yeah, I hear that like trumpety sound right right away. Yeah, I think that's it. Although I, I like music in other games, like the Terminus one is fun because it's like from Majora's Mask. The Dungeon music in Zelda 2 is so good. Oh, it good. is good, yeah. So good. I don't know what it's called, but that that is really, really good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> most, most likely. I was actually playing Smash Bros. earlier, and that was playing, and it was really cool. Project Cross Zone, the first one, called Someday Beneath the Moonlight. <laughs> uh, vocal <laughs> track. And oh, like, that's yeah, the original one. I love that song. I, I have... I made this playlist of um, anime themes that I've been listening to on YouTube, and I put the Project Cross Zone 2 oh, yeah? uh, one in there, because it's really, really good. Oh, I said Project Cross Zone, but that's actually Namco times... Uh, oh, Namco oh, Cross okay. Capcom. Yeah, 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 My yeah. bad. The first one. That's what you meant by the first one. Loco Roco gets a mention. This song is called Da Di Da Do Da. <laughs> and the lyrics are Da Di Da Do Da. I love... Loco Roco has a weird Katamari-ish soundtrack. Very strange and distinctive, actually... Not only is it great, it's charming, and it stands out as a modernish game, 2007 maybe. Okay. Um, but his tracks are really good. Um, um, Guile theme. Oh yeah, uh, I like a lot of Ryu's. A lot of Street Fighter too. Yeah, a lot no, of, a lot of Ryu. Ken. Oh, Ken is fantastic. Yeah, Ken is really um, great. Kami's is good. Sa- uh, Sakura is amazing from Alpha. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter has great music. Yeah, it really does. It does. Yeah, memorable themes. Katamari, or sorry, actually, Katamari Damacy's uh, "Everlasting Love" is one of my favorite tunes from Katamari, as well as "Lonely Star," which is fun. I know a lot of people probably know the main theme. Super Mario World, the credits theme. 
I don't play Sid 4, Sid Legend 4, Four. but uh, Video Games Live did a cover of it, uh, which was this crazy, like, they had to get a lot of specialized singers and stuff for it because it's a really difficult song to do. Back, right. in, back in the day, you know, when, when, when video game music had just, like, video game music? Yeah. I remember the first the first uh, game that I that I remember that came with a, with a music CD was Killer Instinct. Oh, oh man. George. <laughs> and, and, and the music in Killer Instinct is, is really from that era. It, it has, doesn't date it that well, it but it's sized field. Yes, very 90s, techno, yeah. house, whatever. I, I, I like it. I, I can't been, remember some of it. I can't remember it that well. I, I remember a lot I should, of it. I should play I can hear the, uh, the, the orchid one is Panel de Pond, Lips Theme. Love that tune. What? Lips Theme. Lip? Lip is the character in Panel de Pond. Oh, I have no idea. And uh, I first heard it on the uh, Brawl soundtrack, actually, from Smash. And it's a really good theme. The main, I actually had that game. The now. main awesome. theme for Brawl is really good. Which one? Oh, Brawl, yeah, yeah. Done by Nobuo Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, So Rob was surprised by my selection of Contra. Were you? No, no, no Contra, Contra is great. Contra is like, yeah, wow, okay. It has some great music, but I can't compare it to something like FF, which has... Like a four disc soundtrack with almost every track being done, the thing and then you get three or four songs on Contra. But the thing is that it, that is like real music. It's orchestrated. Uh, the the melody is not that memorable. In Contra, it's just like it's so okay. primal. You are so it's wrong. So, <laughs> seven. It's so natural. It's it just gets you. Oh, no, I, I mean because I don't like it. I mean, yeah, I play the game and I don't have those memories. Nineteen ninety seven is a pretty old. That's a pretty old game, and it's it's. I think it's pretty distinctive. But Contra is like in the eighties. Yeah, I know. Well, not just because the eight doesn't mean it's better. <laughs> no, but the music was so limited that they had to to, to focus too much on the on the main melody. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you get a lot of uh, one or two track things from back then. Yeah. Except with the exception of Mega Man Two, which has all tracks are good. F Zero. F Zero has really great uh, music. City. Yeah, City, 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 City. Yeah. All of it actually is pretty good. Like those, that era was really really good. Um, like I can't get over how good the Ninja Gaiden music is. Like it is so good. I know you. Just, I just don't. I don't know. I know, I but you I really played much of it. It's that music is so good. I can listen to it all the time. Mother Pollyanna, cool. I love it. There's a lot of good covers of that too. Catherine Warwick, I think. I don't know if she was an official thing for Nintendo or whatever, but she did covers of a lot of uh, vocal covers to a lot of those songs. The name's really familiar. Good. We already mentioned the Blood of Tears from. From Castlevania, oh, okay. it's in most games. It's, it's not, not the first one. one. It's from the it's from the second one. I think right? it's from the second one. Yeah. yeah. I don't really have any like you guys. I don't with you with seven. I don't have any connections to Castlevania because I barely played it in the. And seven. that's a game I haven't played. Like I've I played it a little bit, but I've never. The, the music is very very. Amazing. I mean, I like it if it's on, but I don't go away for it. You should you should sit down and play Castlevania someday, Rob. Well, we have a whole series. Basically. Yeah, maybe I know. Maybe if I get you... through Donkey Kong, yeah, maybe. Kid Icarus Underworld theme. Pretty good. Oh, Remember, cool. I like that song. Uh, King Dedede's theme? Yes. I think it's in his most Kirby games. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes, yes. Good. Kirby no. has great music. Um, King K. Rool's theme oh, is yes. really, really good. I love that piratey jaunty tune. Oh, that's so good. Green Green Hills from Kirby, I think is what it's called, or Green Green Meadows, or no, Sonic, Sonic is Green Hill Zone. Okay, okay. Great theme. Which is yeah, great which theme. Is a good great Kirby theme. has one that's called something similar. It's really good too. Uh, Breath of Fire 4's opening theme music is one of my favorite 
Sever. That's my four? Yes. The opening theme. It's the only thing I remember from that game is that opening theme music. It's so good. Very underrated game. Very underrated music. Super Mario Sunshine. Delfino Plaza, I kind of, I remember it being fairly catchy. Lunar 2 had really good music, yeah. as did Legend of Mana, which is really good. I like how you just, it's not all RPGs. Most of most, are most RPGs. RPGs. I've played a lot but of RPGs. They really, but those are also the games that really do have the music that stands out the most. And a lot of those is, I've played those games, and so uh, I made the emotional connection with the music. Yes. Oh, here's a funny little story. Uh, there's a, there's Grandia 2. As an RPG, which I really enjoyed, and there's a song, and I apologize, I can't remember the name. It's like Kankao. It's it's in like Portuguese. The title's in Portuguese. The song's actually in Portuguese. I didn't know. Interesting. I thought it was just like weird Japanese stuff, but I, I showed my Brazilian friends, and she and she listened to it, and she was she told me later that she was laughing because it was English Portuguese. <laughs> so por- Portuguese, I don't know. Portuguese. But she was laughing because I didn't know it was in I didn't know it was Portuguese. Yeah. And she said that she was she could understand it, but it was like really it's off, which I thought was really funny. That has good music in that game. So you guys want to talk about some composers? Uh, one more, one more, yeah, one please, more please, really, please. really good song is Dancing Mad from Final Fantasy VI, Will You Fight Kefka? You know, I actually don't like that. Really? It's so long. It is long, but it's and why I just it's don't so like good. It sounds good. It's so good because it builds up because mm. the fight's really long. It so is really long. I, I hate, I absolutely hate One Winged Angel. You know, I loved it as a kid, but it, I think it's grown stale to me. Yeah. I don't love it That anymore. song is, is terrible. Like, I roll my eyes when I hear it. Yes. I think I it's agree. because everybody, someone when they know that and the boss uh, fight music. I hate it. I hate it Ten so had good music. The prelude in 10 is one of my favorite prelude versions because it's like this kind of like techno-y upbeat version. Of I love the Otherworld song Oh yeah, 10. There's a female awesome. vocal mix. Of, yes. Yeah, from Black Ages. There's a metal one too. Yeah. So I, I, I like, like the metal one. Oh, this is composers and maybe they'll remind you of some music from the series. So the first one I want to talk about is Hitoshi Sakimoto, best known for Final Fantasy Tactics and FF12 and has worked on over 80 games. He started out when he was 16 and started games in 1988. So here's some notable series, and maybe you guys will recognize some titles and some music. Gauntlet 4, Ogre Battle of the March of the Black Queen, Tactics Ogre, Bloody Roar, Final Fantasy Tactics, Vagrant Story, Legaia 2, Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter, FF Tactics Advance, Odin Sphere, Valkyria Chronicles, Muramasa the Demon Blade, Dragon's Crown, and a whole lot. Those are just ones I picked yeah. up that I recognize. Ogre Death Battle, March of the Black Queen. Those are two... Tracks from Queen. Are they? Ogre yeah. Battle is from Queen 2 and much of Black Queen. Also from Queen 2. Huh. Great album from Queen. Oh, this is my favorite band, so that's why. Oh, that's really, I didn't know that. <laughs> Queen. Queen. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, I, don't I, never, I never figured you from Queen too. Really? I've heard all the like, multiple times. Queen is great. I mean, I, I mean, like the sound of someone tapping a calculator. I thought it would be like <laughs> <laughs> inputs, beeps and boops. Another awesome composer, Yoko uh, Shinomura, an awesome composer, video game composer, and pianist. She's worked in the games industry since 1980 as well. She's worked with Capcom until 1993, and then worked for Square for nine years, working on Kingdom Hearts, for example. Nowadays, she's an active freelancer. Some of the games she's worked on, Gargoyle's Quest, Minor Role, Street Fighter II The World Warrior, Breath of Fire, Front Mission, Super Mario RPG, Parasite Eve, Legend of Mana, Kingdom Hearts, Mario & Luigi Superstar, uh, Luminous Arc, Xenoblade Chronicles, Radiant Historia, Final Fantasy XV, coming out. She's awesome. Parasite, uh, Parasite Eve actually yeah. has really good music. She's one of my favorite uh, game composers That's ever. really cool. I like her probably more than Nobuo, which I don't I don't have here because he did a whole other We already did Nobuo, yeah. Another one, Manami Matsume, 
Not sure if you may know her, or not sure if many know her name, but she worked at Capcom in the beginning, working on titles like Sun Sun 2, Dynasty Warriors 2, Magic Sword, and others. However, she composed the music for the original Mega Man game, including the Game Start jingle. She went by her maiden name at the time and was credited to her alias, which is Chen Chakorin. Uh, other notable series that she worked on, Final Fight, Jay Cocoon 2, a whole bunch of Derby Stallion games. <laughs> the Nintendo Direct today. Dragon's Quest Sword. I said Dragons. Dragon Quest Sword. Mega Man 10 with others. Shovel Knight with Jake Kaufman. Mighty Number no. 9 with others as well. Yeah. Shovel Knight. Yeah. Mighty Number no. 9. Shovel Knight has great music too. Bum, 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 uh, another couple. Bum, bum, Soji bum. Magura uh, joined <coughs> Atlas in 1995 where he composed many of their games. Mainly he has worked in the Shin Megami Tensei series. Uh, I don't know much else about him other than he liked classical music was in his wiki page. His first game where he was lead composer was Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne in 2003. Other games, Devil Summoner, Soul Hackers, Mac and Shao Demon Sword, uh, SMT Digital Devil Saga 1 and 2, Trauma Center, Under the Knife, Persona 3, Trauma Center Second Opinion, Persona 4, woo! <laughs> Catherine, and a lot more Persona games, pretty much all of them, and is working on Persona 5. I specifically looked him out because I love, uh, Persona 4 was on my top list, right? I think so. You know, it should have been if it wasn't. And next we have... Junichi Masuda. He's oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, there you go. He's one of the Game Freak board of directors and has worked at Game Freak since 1989. Board of directors? Yeah. He's an executive as well. Exactly. He was there in the beginning and involved in pretty much every game. He worked in the Pokemon titles mainly as the composer, but he also did some minor, re- minor programming and then later directing and producing. Another neat fact, since Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, he's one of the main employees who reject or approve designs for new Pokemon, which also means he's responsible for Vanillax. <laughs> Notable works Mendel Palace, Yoshi, Mario and Wario, Pulseman, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal, Ruby and Sapphire, Fire Red, uh, Leaf Green, Black and White, X and Y, Omega, Ruby and the Sapphire. So Maybe Sun and Moon. Probably. Yeah, hopefully. Yo- okay, this is in one you guys are going to know Koji Kondo. Huh. <laughs> Applied at Nintendo since 1984. He has worked on numerous Mario and Zelda titles, working on Super Mario Bros. Uh, one of his goals was to make the melodies repeatable without being boring. He created the main theme for Mario. He also created the overworld Zelda theme, one of the most famous pieces of all time. You've probably heard of it. It's a notable series he's also worked on. Punch-Out! Golf! Devil World! Super Mario Brothers! Legend of Zelda! The Mysterious Muramasa Castle! Volleyball! <laughs> oh, we didn't mention uh, Punch-Out! I know, I was actually just doing Well, to... let me finish this up and we'll go back because this is my last one we'll talk about more songs. Uh, Four Swords Adventure! Uh, Mario Sunshine, Wind Waker, Super Mario 64, Link to the Past, Everything Star good. Star Fox, Yoshi's Island, Everything Good, Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2, Skyward Sword, uh, Super Mario 3D World, Mario Maker. Now these are the games he's done compositions for. He's worked on close to 100 games in total of Supervisor and Sound Advisor. Sound Advisor. Exactly. Big pedigree. Yep. So those are some composers I picked up that I thought that did music to games I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were mentioning Punch-Out. Great theme. Yeah, yeah, because, because we didn't mention it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah like very, very memorable. There's so many good game tracks out there, and um, some I've only just recently... Oh, Guitar Man, I didn't mention that. I love, it's a rhythm game. I love the music in that. I don't play much Dance Dance Revolution, but I would assume that it has good music. Is it licensed music for all Dance Dance? There's a Mario version. Yeah, but I don't know. What about Donkey Kong? <laughs> it sounds all really techno, really generic. I don't know. Donkey Konga, have you ever played that? No. I have uh, two sets of drums in, the, in both games. I had three drums. I kind of wish I had it because we could all play it for the show. Is it fun? 
Yeah, kind of. You know, I might kind of. <laughs> if I see the drums again cheap, I might pick them up so we can do an episode on it because it'd be hilarious. We're all hitting the stupid drums. <laughs> yeah, uh, the first game has Nintendo music, so it's fun. The second game is just all licensed North American crap. So, I mean, North American stuff is fine, but the music <laughs> they chose is music I don't like, like Who Let the Dogs Out or some shit. Uh, like that. Okay. I hate that music. What other game? Any other games? No, I was just looking up the composer for Castlevania. Um, she also did uh, Mega Man X3, which is pretty oh, cool. cool. Yeah, everything yeah. else though, I'm not overly familiar with. Um, Esper Dream, mm. Arumana no Kiseki. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> Stinger, Maze of Gal- Galius, Nightmare oh, Three, yeah. Parodius. I love Parodius. So she did that. So can't remember any music from it though. I no, only played it like twice. But, and then a bunch of other weird games, like a Buffy the Vampire game. So yeah, but Castlevania. Who who was it? Oh, I didn't say her name. You say not say her name. I don't think I did. Probably didn't want to say her name because she's a woman. Uh, no, probably because I probably can't pronounce it. Kinuyo Yamashita. There we go. Another great composer. Yes, Castlevania. It's definitely one of the best. You know, tracks. one thing we didn't mention was uh oh god. Tommy Calarico, who does the yeah. movie a lot. He also worked on games. Uh, yes, Advent absolutely, Rising. absolutely. Uh, actually, worked on a shit ton of them. And one, she was actually in Video Games Live for a bit. Oh, was she? Yeah. I, I met uh, someone who worked on the uh, Death Junior games. He did music for those, and I used to work at a different game studio. That was kind of cool, needing someone. And he did Spyro games, too. So oh, good. Really, really cool needing someone like that, so that yeah. was neat. Yeah, so we all can agree that, to us, at least, games are... Game music is a very important part of our listening lives, I guess. I listen to game music pretty much every day. You know, sometimes it's purely just listening to sound effects, because like... Really? I, well, like, I've been playing a lot of Bloodborne, and there's no... Music. Just hit, like, the sword There's no music. There's that. no music in Bloodborne. Is it like... And you're yeah. sitting at your desk and you're well, staring at the wall. You, you hear, like, ambient sounds of people, like, screaming oh. and, like... Do you listen to that? I do. Yeah. You do? <laughs> okay, okay. Back it up. So... <laughs> You're sitting chilling. I and I'm, your headphones are. I'm putting my headphones and on. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounded people screaming. That's messed up, man. <laughs> it brings you into the game. It's a very. But you're playing the game, sure. But what, I mean, you're just listening. No, to no, it. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm I, playing. I'm I playing. thought you were just like because <laughs> we're talking about listening to the music I'm outside sorry. of it. No, you're no, just no, like, no. You're walking <laughs> the street with headphones on. <laughs> listening to people cough and it's kill each other. Sword swinging. No, I was no, no. really creeped out. <laughs> I, know, I should totally download that. <laughs> no, you listen to CG? You listen to the soundtrack from Seduce Me a lot? No. <laughs> was there a soundtrack? Yes. All right, well, you I actually, it. I have the main theme of Code Vila stuck in my head still. I can't remember any music from uh, uh, the one I played, but I liked it. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I find like for that kind of game, music is a big part because you're ex- you're exposed to so little. So you know, music is a big ordeal in those games. Would you like to play a version of Pong that's orchestral and booming, but it's the same Pong? It's the 1970 version. What do you mean, like, how is but it's like there's this mat, there's a theme to it. I'm making it up here. Okay, and it's like booming in your ears, and you're just, it's just going bleep, but it, but it's like <laughs> like like Fantasia music. Would you like that? We're overthinking, I think. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. Hey, we're at an hour. You guys have anything else to talk about music, game music? Anything else interesting in the world of games? Go listen to the Castlevania soundtracks. Yeah, listen to... You should listen to all of our recommendations. But especially Castlevania. If you're listening to us right now, you don't have much going on in your life. (laughs) So why don't you just go listen to some more game music? It's great. 
Yes. Bayonetta, good stuff. A lot of recommendations. Yeah. A lot. It's different. Oh, so good. Yeah. Any version. Yeah, really. All right. Well, I guess this is it this week. So, cartridgeclub.org. Those guys are good guys. I like them because they always, they always like, hey, what's the bonus bear? Maybe every once in a while we get like a new listener for an episode. It's cool. Uh, oh, YouTube. Oh, I didn't mention. Oh, yeah. New episode out on YouTube. Uh, yeah. I played it, but he didn't. Sonic yes. 2. Sonic you know, 2. Are we going to have a video coming out soon, don't we? Yes, we'll have, I don't know what one. Probably Mario Maker videos. Us playing Mario Maker. Sure. Yeah. We'll probably go I'll do one. Yes. Some, I'll, I'll let people know if anyone just wants to check it out. We're releasing two quick videos. Well, one, one's not very quick. One's actually rather long. Um, but one of the audio is messed up. Yeah. So one of them is just going to be released, just us playing it. Um, so feel free to check that out. But all you're going to hear is game music. I wouldn't be doing title card for that one. Yeah, no, none, none of our shenanigans in it. But the other one where I tortured them with levels I created has all of our shenanigans. Awesome. So feel free to check that out. What else we got coming out? It's all good soon. Uh, Kirby, uh, Kirby Star Stacker yeah, yeah, that's is awesome. on the horizon. That's exciting. And then uh, we have us playing Virtual Quest. Oh, whatever happened to uh, Dragon Power? Dragon Power is still... Did we see that come back? Yes, that's in the process. I want that to come out. Yes. We saw Dragon Ball Advanced Adventure. Maybe I'll do that first. Why are you putting off Dragon Power so much? It's like, started. Yeah, it's, it's halfway done. Maybe, maybe okay. Maybe, all right, just get it out. Just, don't be a perfectionist. It's good. It has Mega Man in it. It does have Mega Man. See, guys, you have so much to look forward to with that. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, favoritebonusbro.com. There's no new uh, blog posts because Sage is too busy playing dating sims, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm playing Clash Royale. Okay. <laughs> a lot of it. Why do you write an article about Clash Royale? Maybe. Is it more about mobile games? Yeah. Oh, wait, that released uh, this week. Uh, globally. Oh yeah, because it was just Canada for a while, wasn't mm-hmm. it? No, no Canada and some of It's very rare that Canada gets the first dates, yeah. but we do with mobile games. Yeah, right? yeah usually uh, Canada is a, a good country for soft launches. Good country for soft launches. There's just so few of us. It's break, <laughs> break servers. Yeah, Canada. Alright, well thanks for listening, guys. This is Rob. And Lef. Sage.